0: Welcome into another episode of Landia. Brian Sligh, Ray Bradley here. Um, brought to you by the Next Professional Athlete platform, and we're back with another episode post Super Bowl. Um, it was a long couple of weeks. I know I don't know what to do with myself during that uh, that Pro Bowl week. That I don't think anybody really pays okay. attention to. Did do you Super you Bowl know at all? I guess
1: uh, real oh, question. Exactly. I was like maybe there was a flag football game on, and at some point I realized that was the actual Pro Bowl, uh, so I guess so. Yeah. There was. It seemed like fun, you know, Peyton and Eli are out there mugging onto the camera, and there was fucking, like 60 points scored per team, so they're doing stuff, but it, it, it is weird. They did it weird.
0: like They'd play a quarter, and then they'd do some mini-games on the side in between really? the quarters, and then they would come back for the next quarter, play, and then huh. do some more mini-games, and then back for another quarter it was it's a different setup obviously it's a lot more relaxed than you know uh head off of mormon the punter you know yes different 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 vibes but i don't know i i literally put it on just to have something on on sunday i I don't even think i was really paying attention the only thing i ever remember and you'll love this um, it, it's just the CJ Stroud in the second quarter, just like a couple of things, like the, the announcer, just being like, I want to throw by Stroud. It's like, yeah,
1: cool, 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 cool. it's, I don't envy, yeah, the, the things you're gonna have to like block out on Twitter throughout the oh, next I mean, 10 like, years, right. like just cancel out certain words and situations for and then, Stroud.
0: That I mean, stuff doesn't really bother me. It's just funny, okay, that, that's what stood out to me. That's what I was hearing. It was
1: just like. Oh, sure, yeah. Johnny completed like
0: that's all I took in from the Pro Bowl.
1: Almost it, won the precision passing challenge thing or whatever. I think Baker won it, and then Dan Orlovsky came in and you like blew the records line, away. Did
0: you, did you hear Baker's line during that Pro Bowl week? Uh, I did he, not. Like, I love he had a, a Baker tough line. First round, or whatever, in there, and he's like, "Oh man, like what happened?" He's like, "Well, I haven't thrown a football in a couple weeks. The last pass I threw was an interception to Derek Barnes." <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. it's self-deprecation.
1: I love it. I <laughs> love Baker.
0: What a guy. He's like, he seems like such a down-to-earth guy, like competitive life. Yeah. But, um, no, he, he had a couple good jokes. I think the big surprise was, That's like, awesome. for as easy as some of the drills are, easy, you know, obviously we're not throwing the ball or whatever, but, um, you know, Jalen Hurts struggled at some time, so It's like, wow, if we just paid that man a boatload of money, and he yeah. was not passing with very much precision. I don't know if he was hurting just because – his team just hasn't been in it the last few weeks and he hasn't done anything. He's just in recovery mode or what, but didn't look pretty. Um but again. It's very late. It's broken. Were there any tush push it's challenges
1: that he could really use to his advantage? Maybe that was the problem. Some kind he of no
0: no tush pushes, unfortunately. Okay. Well I think yeah, he I would had have had no a good chance
1: at that. that one. Was Lamar even at the Pro Bowl? I don't really remember seeing him. I Maybe don't... just took it off too bad too bad of a loss okay
0: it is not too surprising to have people who lose in the AFC or NFC title game just not want to go to it afterwards yeah. like when yeah. when the, the bears lost to the packers and whatever it was like 2012 or something like that the Jay and cutler and a couple of the defensive players were like, yeah we're just not going to go to the pro bowl we don't we don't Fair. want it.
1: god especially for a defensive player like why are you even unless you just want the free yeah, vacation know. and it's the like hangout an
0: offensive game like... Like, i don't
1: there's yeah. no no point, but fun event. Uh, yeah, the, we we wanted to start off with some Pro Bowl talk because that's what the people are here for. we don't. We want
0: to talk about the Super
1: Bowl. I don't think there's really that much you could do with the Pro Bowl. There's no like perfect. I, I did that by then continuing to talk about the Pro Bowl. Uh, uh, there's no like a perfect Pro Bowl game. Like you, what do you, you want them to go crazy out there? You want them to take it easy. So I I think that whatever they're doing is fine, long as nobody gets hurt. Have some fun. Whatever, I guess. I, I don't really know what I would even want them to do, so okay, I don't have, have any notes.
0: Uh, free vacation for some of the players. It's not that they need a free vacation. But like, yeah, vacation to Orlando, and then I guess you do get money for being on the winning team, but... I don't care. Yeah, that
1: never really incentivizes me as a, as a fan. Yeah, all starts coming up for NBA. It's the same thing. It's like, they have maybe a little more figured out just because it's a little... If you, they get, like, a good five minutes of basketball at the end of the All-Star game, usually, where because players are actually playing. Heads, though. Yeah, well, the, the ELIM ending rule, I think, too, just helps with, I think that might be the future of basketball in general. But it just cuts down on all the like the fouls and the bullshit, and it's just like, we're just playing.
0: It's the School 20 your bullshit. Minutes in the final two minutes of a game? Yeah. No, yeah,
1: happy. it's just like, here's a number, play to it. Fouling does not help you, so... Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see with the All-Star game coming up. They have a little bit more fun events. You know, the three-point, the dunk, even though they've kind of murdered the dunk contest. Those are those make more sense as, like, things I would want to watch than... Like, I don't know what the equivalent of the NFL would even be for that. Like, the, they do this passing thing. They Now they're playing dodgeball and stuff. It's, I don't you can try to dunk over the goalpost. Give me some cool That was things. the first thing I thought of, too. But they're, they're so no fun, they banned that. Like, they literally banned that from... the Big, which I guess I get. You don't want to. That's a pretty important piece of thing. You don't want to bend it left or right during a game. But I don't know. Jimmy Graham made a living off that. You can't just throw that away.
0: to fix that halftime.
1: Come on. Yeah, The lot has halftime, especially
0: halftime it up. Halftime,
1: especially at the Super Bowl, yeah, the which, Super Bowl. which is something that happened after the Pro Bowl. But anyways, the Pro Bowl. <laughs>
0: No, 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 we'll move on. We'll All ahead. right, okay, uh, how okay. Did you, how did you uh, take in the Super Bowl? Did you go anywhere? Did you just hang mm. out at home? Nope. Uh, how did you take it in?
1: Pretty solo watch. Uh is the one day off before, in between Blazers, right before we get to this All-Star break. So still not a lot of time off, so happy to watch it chill. Uh, play play a little bit of Yakuza as well on the other TV, and then have it on. And I think it made it onto the big TV at, you know, at when the game's got near the end. But. yeah. The, football's the perfect on TV kind of thing because you can just like they play Well, right, i mean going to play, play okay. like
0: what once every 45 seconds like yeah and the commercials come on you know
1: you're keeping track exactly. of, but uh yeah and 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 you
0: uh
1: i went over to my mother-in-law's house my mom was in
0: Texas. Well, yeah so we that's football
1: watching place
0: <laughs> well it was pretty easy i mean her mom is it's pretty laid back, oh, so we nice. kind of just sat Sweet. and watched the game, made some food from a seated uh, position.
1: Okay.
0: From the seated position, yeah. Well, you I stood know. a lot because I sit just naturally. I'm you like to,
1: like to mimic court. the quarterback on every play and really get into it. I do, yeah. I'm having okay. The motions,
0: full throwing motion in. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, um, I that. Yeah, no, took took it in there. Um, honestly, kind of good setting. I, I was fine with it, you know. Nothing too crazy. Did were you galore. going for a certain team? I know I said I was ready to, to rock and roll tonight, but I really did not have a rooting interest in I
1: either ended team. I going team. back and forth. Yeah. Not really. And then you know, I was trying to find a team to root for, and I landed on I don't want to come away from this season going, well, Brock Purdy was the best quarterback. He won the Super Bowl. That couldn't clank in my head around that. Free game. And so I was, I was going for the Chiefs, even though that kind of hurt my Brady legacy thing. And there, was a couple of in, and there was a couple of fourth downs and late in the game where all of a sudden I was like oh hold on a second I do want the Chiefs to lose actually I'm realizing <laughs> and I would be okay with that you know it sets him back a little bit further because already the talks begun and uh and that was of course right when he started getting it and I was like oh boy now if now it's too late I've already I've already closed you it, you it in but I I don't know him cannot bet against him no and I mean that was the other part I, I ended up throwing some bets down and I did bet on the Chiefs in a lot of those regards, so that was at least there as kind of a, you know, whatever you want to call it. Money if, back at least? Uh, well, there's a lot of props that hurt me uh, <laughs> that I did. I kind of started throwing stuff at willy-nilly, but it was fun. It was all low. Any, low any Taylor prop bets?
0: No, runningly, well, I didn't do Gatorade. You said Gatorade in our group chat. Yeah,
1: it was just what was there. Apparently it was purple. It's like, how
0: the hell, what? It's an interesting
1: I, color for the two teams. I don't know. I I guess red. Both teams are red. It's not. I don't I, personally. I would want blue Gatorade, but you know, what like taste wise, I think that would be ideal. But whatever, Glacier I, Freeze or cool blue, Glacier Freeze. Okay, Glacier Freeze. Absolutely, cool blue is just like blue fruit punch. Get the hell out of here. right. right. No, thank you. I don't need yeah, that. Okay. To, uh, glacier Freeze. The, I mean, the only Taylor Swift prop I wanted was just a simple like over and under shots of her. In the, the They the had road. a lot of her.
0: Not that it bothered me, but they did no, show her good. a lot. But that's like that's oh, one yeah. of the war of the Super Bowl though. It's like all the celebrities are yeah. there, Yeah. else like and then her dating Travis is just another layer to what was going on in the yes. game. And
1: it's a oh. triple list. She was right there with ooh, Ice Spice and Ice
0: Blake Spice. Lively. Like oh, you know, was, was like,
1: you get, you're getting some run out of that from different angles. But you just wanted the simple over under. I didn't get that. The one weird thing I saw in one of the categories was they had a whole category that was like Taylor Swift's songs or album titles that they made into bets it was like, like I don't he know
0: said on air or something it like would that. be like
1: Taylor it would be like a blank space and then it would say like no touchdowns in the first half or something like it was that and then it would be like I don't know any of Taylor Swifts <laughs> songs <laughs> I so. you know year 2009 there eight to nine at the end of the second quarter. I don't know. It, there's a bunch of those. So they weren't real Taylor Swift bets, but they were themed after her, And that was like, yeah. I feel kind of annoying. I didn't like that.
0: It does so, sound a little bit of annoying. It, sort of misleading
1: in a way. And it was just weird bets that didn't sound good. So it's just like, pretty, I'm just curious who was like really into that. Like, oh, I'm going to make the blank space bet. That's my favorite album. It's like, what? what is that bet, though? What are you doing? Are you a like, Squares like, guy? Oh, uh, I think that one, y- yeah. But that's like, I feel like that's very much a at the party you're at kind of thing. Like they had those online, and I was like, I don't even, I'm not even gonna we, bother.
0: We didn't, we didn't have one like specifically at our our house or whatever where we. Yeah, were you gotta get a like, big there collection there's, there's going. Friends that made a, a grid or whatever. Oh, okay. Need to be into it, so like it <laughs> was a group effort of, of friends and everything. We just weren't maybe old, that was work came together. Interesting.
1: Well, this must have been a weird one because, like, it was, like, 1919 near the end of the game. There's a lot of field goals, so I imagine oh, dude, it was. I had, I
0: had the worst numbers possible. Strange. I was, I, my best numbers were 0-0. So, when the first quarter hit, I was, like, <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, yeah. And then yeah. I was hoping it would be 10-0, and I was just, like, at halftime, I was just, like, come oh, yeah. on. Oh, come yeah. On. And then the Chiefs got within, like, the 15-yard, and I was, like, they're going for a field goal. Not, I'm not getting my halftime score or whatever. But we, yeah. still, we should do something similar for that next year for like in our group chat or in our fantasy. Yeah, level. yeah, that's a great be, point. Uh, a good thing to keep everybody else engaged. Yeah, the game and- I forget
1: this age of technology we live in. Of course, there's a way to do it on our phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't have a pencil and paper. I don't really get how to do it. But yeah, well, that's that's a great idea. But, but anyways, the game.
0: Yeah, let's get into the game action right now. So the 49ers and Charge or Chargers, excuse me, 49ers Whoa, and Chiefs.
1: Wow, know, hold on I'm, now.
0: I'm speaking into existence next, maybe, maybe next year. Maybe next
1: year. It'll be 49ers and no, Chargers.
0: I'm kidding. Uh, no. Both of the now. How
1: annoying is that? They couldn't have and split it, the – we can't get a hardball ball again. But, yeah, yes. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. It's a hardball ball between his two f- teams coached the Niners, now he's coaching the Chargers. Okay, okay, That's all I meant by that.
1: We can get a Harvard an uh, ANC championship, at least, I guess.
0: You can get that, which I still think would be just as entertaining, because I feel like those two would really go at each other.
1: Yeah. Um, That's half-time but, entertainment.
0: Yeah, right. Those two just get into a, uh, like, a boxing ring.
1: Whoever wins gets the kickoff in the second half. Like, let's go. <laughs> Five it. minutes. sting date.
0: Um, So, going back to the game, though, uh, you know, we were kind of oh, yeah. texting what was happening, and... Um, I was shocked at how easy the 49ers were moving the ball early on, but they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. You know, yeah. the, the McCaffrey fumble was obviously very uncharacteristic of Christian. Yeah. I think he only had like three on the season. Great, great puns. The amount of touches that he has—that's a very low number. And okay. uh, and then the penalties on the second drive, because you're making ground and then you get backed up with back-to-back penalties. I believe it was and yeah. Um, and, and the Chiefs you know, were going three and out. Wait, it really
1: felt like the entire. I mean, the scoreboard reflected it uh, to an extent eventually, but it felt like yeah. the whole first quarter the 49ers were kind of dominating the game. Well, yeah, um, they should have had way more than ten points. Like I, yeah.
0: I, I thought fourteen, maybe even seventeen. Like just because of how they were moving the ball, I I thought that they could have put up more points. Yeah, but defensively, you had nerves got to
1: them a little bit maybe early. I don't know.
0: That's the I think they said something similar in our group chat, or maybe it was you, but. Um, yeah, um, no, the nerves. It, it really seemed like that sort of affected them, even both sides, to a sense, because the Chiefs were yeah. very crisp. Not that their offense yeah. has been great
1: at all this year. They came out um, slow. They'd come out a lot quicker and get an early lead and kind of milk it from there like they, they did against the Ravens. They've always
0: been so good with their scripted plays to start games yeah. that, that it was hard to believe that, one, Chase Young was getting involved in making plays. Like, yeah, yeah. That was, I don't want to say uncharacteristic. Obviously, he was the number two overall pick. and He yeah, hasn't shown it on promoted. this team, though, so far. But, yeah, since he's been traded, he has sort of had lackluster performances. But yeah. he showed up a bit earlier in this game. Um, they allowed a lot of, I don't want to say holding, but, you know, the Chiefs' tackles this season were flagged the most, and I don't think they were flagged at all during the game, which I find that a bit hard to believe. I saw a couple of Bosa, Bosa down on the ground, uh, no calls. saying yeah, you know, I mean, you know what they say—they <laughs> could call
1: holding on every play, but you'd expect a little bit more.
0: Couple, I mean, like you literally had the number one flag tackle and another top five flag tackle, and nothing was called.
1: Flag um, tackle? Wait, what are we? Are we talking Pro Bowl again? What's this? No,
0: no, no. I mean, like they were the most penalized, most penalized oh. tackles.
1: Oh. Wow. Gotcha, gotcha. The
0: tackles were the most penalized well, tackles in the league, tackles. and not much was really called during the game on that. Now. In a sense, that's great. I'd rather than just play, than have flag, 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 yes. flag, flag, and stuff like that. So like there was some continuity in play. a lot of flags early. early. What? They, they were still throwing
1: some laundry that whole first quarter. But, yeah, they, it's a they lot have of – Well, yeah, they, I mean, they
0: called it on the 49ers A lot of clear mistakes. But, yeah. uh, you know, this – I'm surprised that it took the Chiefs so long to sort of get things going. And a lot of the momentum was on the 49 ers Even, like, going into halftime. Even though the Chiefs got the three points and they were going to double dip because they got the opening kickoff for the you second love, half. You love the double dip. Yeah. I mean, it's a smart move by them. You, you love gotta the do double it. dip. got to defer. You know, it it didn't necessarily feel like I had the most confident in the Chiefs to go down and, like, go score to start that yeah. second half.
1: Well, even Travis Kelsey didn't uh, have much confidence in his coach, clearly, in the first half because he made it clear to him. Almost knocked him over on the sideline, stared at his skin. I hit the that saw. They just showed that down like it was messed up. I was like, what the hell just happened? There were, uh,
0: what, I saw on his podcast that he put out. He goes, yeah, I definitely should not have done that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, like, tried to play it off, and then it was like, yeah, I was already a little bit off balance when he came up to me, and then it's, you know, caught me off guard. And I was like,
1: okay. Winning heals all wounds. Yeah, so, yeah
0: L- uh, well, exactly. L- exactly. L- one, do you think Andy still has that same reaction? I think he's a little bit more.
1: I think it's probably still fine, but that was that was that was pretty it, bizarre, and pretty I crazy. I think it
0: looked maybe a little a little more worse than what it was. I, Andy said it was. I think you know, I mean I want to score things like that, which we don't know. Obviously, I'm not a lit yes. reader or anything like that. So I think the bigger reaction weird. is.
1: is but, I think so. Taylor Swift's reaction is probably the one that would be a little bit more worrying because that is that feels like a big. Red flag, in, in my opinion. If she's looking down there watching, it and she's just like,
0: I mean, wow. she was already dating him when he threw his helmet on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a. I feel
0: like, I feel like that was more heated. Like there's... yes, yes, Travis got in Reed's face. That's the I thing. Like it's person was to more person now than, than this one.
1: But this is like, oh, this is how he would react in a heated argument with me. I don't know if that's a good thing. Like that's where I think that your mind could go a lot easier than. If I was that helmet or the ground, would he throw the helmet? At? I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. But I
0: think I, it's also a different setting of just competitive nature. Something well. she's filing away. You know,
1: we may hear in a future song of you know that that blow up that he had that was the first warning sign of. It'll be it'll be the secret to song go at go wrong. the end of this upcoming album. Ooh, yeah, she she did announce very good timing, announcing the album. Fantastic stuff. Right. Uh, um, so, game, anyways. yeah,
0: Time comes around ten three in favor of the Niners, and then it just sort of seemed a longer, drawn out process, like it was the first time these two teams faced off in the Super Bowl, where the, the Chiefs were just death by a thousand cuts. I mean, the yeah. Niners' offense was abysmal in the third quarter. I think they had like thirty total yeah. yards. Uh, and, and like credit the chiefs defense they started to come alive that, and make the for me
1: they, the, the chiefs defense played absolutely insane both defenses did like it really became a classic defensive game for i mean it was for three and a half quarters it felt like yeah. even more than that mm-hmm. but the chiefs defense was just their secondary was they were running the routes for all of the 49ers receivers they were every single time had the hand right where they needed to to get in front of the ball it was, I was blown away by how good the Chiefs' defense was. They completely carried them through this game, and other than like the big McCole Hardman throw early on that didn't actually end up mattering, because I think they fumbled right after that. Yeah, Mahomes Mahomes just did a very good job of managing the whole game and doing what he needed to do and letting his defense do stuff.
0: Sounds and, so strange.
1: And, and yeah, it's not very him, but it felt yeah. If, I mean, if we're already doing the Brady comparisons, it felt more like those early first three Super Bowls for him. Or the Rams one at the end, where it was just like, it was a largely defensive game that he managed perfectly and got the plays that he needed when he got them. Um, but the defenses were, were insane. That's why it ended up just being the long-ass field goals, too. This field goal, field goal, field goal from your guy Moody, who's Moody, been Moody. sketchy. I think he opened up and made, like, the longest kick in Super Bowl history. He right did, and it
0: only lasted for 30 minutes, because yeah. I,
1: but, but we beat it by a single yard. Yeah. And at a point, it was like the MVPs were like, is this Jawan Jennings MVP or Edison Booker MVP? Like, it was, it was kind of being floated there. I mean, Joan Jennings played incredible, an incredible pass from him on third one.
0: I think, think Jawan Ju- Jennings probably would have won. He had the yeah. two most impactful plays for the 49ers. Yeah, the as it was. And then he ended up catching that touchdown. I believe it was on third down, too. Yeah. Um, as it was, he, he was
1: praying for it, like, unless some insane, cr- crazy play happened. It looked like it was going to go that way, um, but yeah, the the then we got into uh, I don't know, a we got, we temples. got into the
0: fourth quarter. Things were starting to get a little tight after that. Jawan uh, Jennings touchdown, the missed extra point, the blocked kick, on the blocked media. extra point, yeah. That, that changes everything. I mean, you make an extra point. I don't know if you go to overtime. I mean, obviously, you know, Kansas City probably goes for it on fourth down instead of yeah. you know going for the field goal. Weird and things, weird things, and stuff. But um, it yeah. just changed everything. I, I, I I, it's almost overlooked uh, because everything went into overtime and all the overtime rules and that became yes. the storyline and everything. But that blocked extra point enormous changed everything. They, well, they got like the momentum just got sucked out of the 49ers after that block kick because yeah. you're expecting, like, hey, we're gonna go up, they have to get more than a field goal, yeah, and and, and totally different
1: situation. And then
0: everything it, changed,
1: obviously, it was, it was that play, and then it was the punt that goes off of your random blocker's leg, like, yeah. that's just such an unavoidable random play that they immediately follow on and get a touchdown. The next play was just like. Those things start happening, and you're like, ooh, this is not good. That, the tide's turn. The, that happens. And then the blocked extra point, it's like that team that happens, that does not win. Like the Patriots went into Denver against Peyton Manning and missed an extra point uh, in that game and ended up not winning the AFC Championship and having to go for two, and they didn't get it and all this stuff because of that one little point. Those things get lost along the way in the playoffs, and it always comes back, always. And yeah. it, it, it didn't it get here. It, yeah, it allows them – to
0: take the game into overtime. Yeah. That, I, I will say for Moody, uh, you know, he made a couple of big kicks in the game. I think confidence-wise, Huge. you have to be happy with yourself in a sense because you knocked home a uh, 56-yarder, another 40-plus yarder, and then you had another one in overtime where, you know, there, there were question marks with him going in. It's like how, how much can we lean on him? I think that 56-yarder to start the game for him was the biggest one. I mean, if he, if he makes that – which he did, you know, that allows you to go forward with him. Had he missed that, I bet you the 49ers are a bit more conservative with throwing him out there to try to yeah, make they're, it.
1: Hit. They're going on some fourth downs around the 35 and the 40 then at that point. But yeah, once he gets that, it's like, okay, we've we've got some that's range. To this we know where we need him. to get to. They knew yeah. he had a
0: leg that he would kick it, you know, 50 plus yards. He was doing that at Michigan. So like that's that's exactly why they drafted him for those long field goals and it's, you know, lucky for him it finally paid off for the 49ers in a sense, but um, you know, just the extra point, again, it comes back down to that. Now, yeah, overtime. Yeah. overtime is the big one.
1: Rule changes
0: for overtime. Um, some rule changes. 49ers were not aware of. Uh, both God, teams that's... still the the possession, even if you score a touchdown as the first team to get the ball. Yeah. You have to be able to respond. That changed a couple years ago, or maybe just, yeah, a couple years ago with that Bills Chiefs game where Josh Allen yeah. never got the football. Uh, and probably one of the greatest playoff games. Uh, of, of recent memory, but
1: um, 13 second game, 12 second, 13. Yeah, the, th- the 13 second, Josh Allen took the lead, or whatever. Take the- it off in bounds. Yeah, no, that, one, was, that was screaming that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, idiots. Yes, idiots. um, so idiots.
0: anyway, idiots. Shanahan takes the ball first, um. And 49ers yes. think that's a good idea at the time. And, like, yeah. he he's said really well, like, okay, okay. Was tired. They were already predetermined that. Um, but you could Terrible tell idea. that that the Chiefs were set up in a better opportunity. Uh, I mean, they talked about a post game that they were hammering home these overtime rules for the yeah. last couple of weeks. Where the 49ers, like, I, I don't – I didn't know the rules – Change, yeah. which I you mean, should definitely know the that.
1: I'm surprised
0: did not let them know that. He seems like such a detail-oriented guy that I, I, I find it I a little see. bit disbelief I, or whatever that he doesn't at yeah. least share it at least once throughout the two weeks. I, I mean, don't know. Because these, these rules have changed. All I right, mean. I know we only have one overtime in Super Bowl history, but in case this happens,
1: yeah. here's, I, here's what we need to do. Maybe he is more, I can't say, maybe he's more kind of play-design oriented, in-game situation but and someone needs to come by and be like hey these rules are important too but yeah that that was a classic belichick thing through the years he was always pretty on top of those things he made situations where they had to change rules after like the whole tackle situation against the ravens where people are reporting or not reporting and he just he knows exactly how to do it and how to make it happen to know these situations and it burns the niners here because And it feels like everyone kind of, at least as fans, we were like, okay, sure, they get the ball first. The Niners go down pretty good. They get into like third and short and Chris Jones just blows up the whole play and they have to throw it away. So now it's like fourth fourth and short, red zone. Okay, we kick the field goal. As soon as they get the ball to the Chiefs, I think it all dawns on everybody like, oh no, they should not have given them the ball second because immediately it's like, they get all four downs. Yep. And they they get all four downs all the way down the field. They know exactly what they need to get. And they actually know that they can go beyond that and simply end the game. Like you're in such a more dangerous situation now cuz yeah, whole time up to like whatever 40 yard line on the opposite team. You're using all four downs, you don't care. Yep. You've got all the time more to get those plays across. And then you get there and you can kind of play the do I want the field goal? No, I'm going to go for the win and you can have it your way. Like and the the one thing Shanahan said was I guess his reasoning, which I sort of understand, was he wanted the ball third. He yeah. figured if we both do evenly on those possessions, then yeah. I want to be the one who, who's driving to end the game first. And it's like, dude, but you kind of forgot. a lot to
0: hope for. you got to have a lot go your way.
1: <laughs> In hindsight, you basically need to score that touchdown then yeah. to protect to. yourself. Because if you just kick the field goal, you're open to not getting that ball, and it's fucking Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, yeah. he's gonna go get. The, he's he, this whole postseason. The, the word that I kept feeling with him was inevitable. I was just like, if you give him the ball, if he gets it back, you're just gonna lose. Like, and, and that pretty much happened against Josh Allen, against Lamar, and now against Channing and the Niners. Like, which is, I gotta say, a pretty, pretty impressive run by them all on the road uh, or neutral site. But yeah, I, as soon as as that dawned on everybody, it was like, I think from now on, it's like, no, you're basically going to defer in those overtime situations. You always want the ball second, just so you know what you're dealing with. Even if they hadn't scored or if they had a touchdown, then it's like, okay, we can punt or okay, we have to get a touchdown. And if you have access to all four downs, that's the thing that blew my mind. It was like, you immediately are giving them an extra down every series because they, they're they not going to fucking punt it. They, there's no, they're going for it. So that, I was fascinated by that. I love the rule change and I love all the stuff that now comes off of that into the, who, the first drive, into the second drive, into maybe this third drive now. And there was also something about, I, I I shouldn't even speak on this maybe, but there's something about the clock running down and how that actually didn't matter. I, I don't. It, actually... did, it didn't
0: matter because it. You still the Chiefs still had a chance to finish their drive. So had overtime ended, right. they would have just gone to another overtime until that Chiefs drive ended. I mean, uh, you
1: at that. Well, I guess you do if they tie it. Exactly. And then it, it, it's,
0: it's a new point in a sense like the clock is there right. to kind of keep the game going
1: but in reality yeah. it's it's a glorified this drive, it doesn't matter this drive has to end
0: yeah like those first two drives it's a it's a glorified college game but with the
1: full field and overtime yeah, instead of which I love I, I, I love I am into it I am yeah uh, no
0: because that was a am not gonna lie that was the first thing I noticed too I was like they're letting the clock run down right here yeah so
1: there's there was was like, like three seconds left and it's like oh my god in the movie, yeah, when like, they make the movie out of this game, it'll be like, Oh, three, two, catch it, one, it's like, the clock yeah. didn't matter. Also, it, it could matter, have hit zeros. Well. Like, that's my most annoying thing about all the football movies is when they're like, they have to score before it gets to zero. It's like, that's just not that's how, that's how this how works. works. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you don't know, but it's not how this works. But, uh, that's how this works.
0: Yeah, you know, like the funny part is McCall Hardman said he like blacked out after catching it and didn't realize yeah. he that he won the game, won the Super Bowl for the Chiefs and whatnot. McCall Hardman. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. The guy that signed with the this earlier thing. this offseason yeah. and still made his way back to the Chiefs. Very uh, Patriots-esque in a way. You yes. know, Get away oh, from yeah. the team, make a little bit of money, and I was like, all right, guess I'm ahead of Back oh,
1: to my team. When the Jets, come back to the Patriots. Yeah, then, uh, I've, I know I could recite a couple of those. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: it ended up being a 25 22 win off the walk off touchdown for the Chiefs. Um, I, I thought it was a better back back. Super Bowl than what I thought was going to be. Like, I thought it was going to be a defensive struggle. I'm glad it. Ended up being at the end and ended up going in overtime. Like yeah. There's something about having like a blowout game where it's just not very good or anything like that. Where For sure. It, it felt like there could be a turnover at any moment because both quarterbacks had thrown an interception. or I don't know if Pur- Purdy did, but I know Mahomes did. Each team had fumbled the ball, too. So it was just like... yeah, the It was were a bit more of a, a crazy. tense situation between it all because certain things had already happened in the game where it's like, alright, I honestly feel like Almost anything could happen right here. And, I, I mean, I'm not too shocked, but it ended up being that the Chiefs came in and won again. I mean, it's just – you said yeah. that he, Patrick Mahomes is inevitable.
1: Um, and it feels like back-to-back it, first time since my Patriots. Oh, three or four hurt you a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the Seahawks almost did it, and we, we held them off. And it, it, a couple teams have almost done it and have, not, have failed, and every time it's like, yeah, it's still got it. But, yeah, that – and the fact that it's him, and the fact that now, I mean, people are already going crazy. With this, but the train, the train's already rolling. It feels like, and now this sets him up pretty well. It's yeah. I mean, the years to come will be interesting. I'm curious, but he's 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 inevitable at this point. It feels if he, it feels hard to really bet against.
0: I think the if also, they three peep though, that that's
1: where I get really scared because that's not been done in football.
0: Yeah. Now, so you, you that's got something what scares going me. for you. I will say one of, one of the uh, interesting notes for the win for Patrick Mahomes, I believe he is the highest ever paid quarterback to win the Super Bowl because usually he takes up so much huh. of the
1: cap room. Yeah, he's starting to climb.
0: Exactly. So, like, that's something to keep an eye on going forward. Hence why <laughs> you saw, you know, Tyreek Hill get traded a couple of years ago and some of these other – Bigger named receivers let go or moved on, traded. They haven't, lost, they haven't lost a
1: playoff game since they traded Tyreek. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, so they a new- I'm a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. They won this year when they had no receivers. They
0: like had Rashid their- Rice, and I bet you they drafted another guy. They had a rookie in Kelsey,
1: here. and there was like Valdez Gatling and McCall Hardman, and they came up in big moments. So if they. i I've just. Yeah, I don't know if it, it almost might not matter. Like he can just kind of. If he played with this offense... The thing is, can they keep this level of defense together? And having Steve Spagnuolo there, which is like such a fucking cheat code, it feels like. Uh, well, so like
0: Their front line... I, I It really comes down to Chris Jones. I mean, he's which a they they could, I thought
1: Oh, is it a one-year? Oh, it, it, one it
0: was a one-year thing. I, so him I mean, you could franchise him if they wanted to. I hate Let's the franchise that again. tag. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be smart. But like, be defensively, I think Sneed is gone. Well, Jerry Sneed, his contract is up. Um right. And they don't, like the, a couple of their defensive linemen, they're younger guys. Like Carl Loftus is only in his second year. He was a first round draft pick, so he's got three more years technically. Yeah, it almost on a team friendly deal. It, and, it almost
1: feels like Spagnola is kind of the one that if they end up losing him to somebody, that would that's going to be
0: that's going to hurt a huge them a lot
1: because just yeah, being able to just kind of handle that off as Andy Reid and let this veteran guy—he's
0: basically knock the head coach the for park. the defense, which yeah. sounds very straightforward as being the DC, but like Andy Reed, you know, yeah. he's got his hands all over that offense. That's what he's focusing on where. Yeah. You can it makes just, a lot of sense. You can just give it to Spagnola and he'll just run the defense. You can trust him to do that. And I honestly, I don't know if he goes anywhere. I don't know if he wants to be a head coach. Obviously if, he would have had opportunities. Yeah. annoyingly, um, a couple it would couple have full seasons, but yeah, I, it would have, have to be his name linked anywhere.
1: He, it's not like they would. He, that nobody would be able to pick him off as a, highly toted defensive coordinator of the champs to win the Super Bowl because it's like, yeah, he's already on the Chiefs. He's already dude. doing that. Like I so it would have to be a head coaching thing and then it's like I don't even even as good as he has once. been I don't know he's if he wants to do already it. done it and it didn't exactly end great. So I don't know if and the age thing, it's like I don't know what team really wants to invest with them at this point. So they may just completely luck out and keep him for years, which is, that was always that was the tough thing about the 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 Patriots dynasty was they would just hemorrhage coaches. Every season that they had a good year, they would just lose guys on guys on guys. They went through like three or four different iterations of the coaching staff. I mean, you had like White,
0: you had Romeo Cradell, you had Yep O'Brien at one point. You yeah, had a whole bunch of people. I mean, just Josh I McDaniels mean, really like
1: three different times. Like uh, so, uh, Brian Flores, all all these different guys. Anytime they would have success, they would lose them. So that's always a the biggest challenge the thing is like the yeah the chiefs are kind of even though they lost the enemy it's like they've got any read so they're kind of chill there maybe spags yeah, it's but like that, I don't wasn't know really much of a big loss
0: for them well, I mean America. it's just I mean, like getting the leaving I thought I think we both kind of came to the same conclusion that he was going to be maybe a bit more successful than he was in Washington this first year granted yeah like they had great weapons to work with but I don't really know why they
1: didn't give him the head coaching job
0: take a chance mm, on That him. I don't know why either, but I thought I they would Dan have Quint. a bit more like, creative play calling over there with him. Yeah, but it manager. makes sense that
1: they, the Chiefs would survive without him. Like It's the Andy Reid Mahomes
0: yeah, show. 100%. You, knew, you knew Andy Reid was really calling plays. That was so... I was listening to Chicago Radio, and you know, I know we talked about the Kelsey running up to Andy Reid thing, and they just go, yeah, I think that solidifies even more that Matt Nagy does absolutely nothing for the Chiefs, because if he was calling plays, Kelsey would have gone up to, Andy, not up to Andy Reid, for taking him out of the game. So it's like, yeah, Yeah. and Andy's just there. And they were making jokes, like, yeah, sure, he's got a headset, but it doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) It's just just him talking to himself. I just he's talking to Mahomes, but it's really just Andy. giving off all the play calls. Wouldn't uh, be surprised. But, yeah, so it's just like uh, another solid win. I guess that's three Super Bowls now in five years. He's been to four. In his six seasons as a starter, he's been to six straight AFC title games. And I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes here. Um, I just don't see that, like, going away anytime soon. Like, don't get me wrong. I I, I feel like with with Tom Brady, we also felt the same way. It was like, this guy's just going to the AFC title game every year. And if he doesn't, then that's more of the abnormal, uh, just like, oh, oh. For sure, yeah. Because there were a couple times in Tom lost in the divisional round, and it was just like, oh, so it's not the Patriots' year this year. This this really is sort of wide open yeah. for everybody. And um, I just
1: yeah, – It that, does feel like we're getting to the surprise like level. like
0: Chiefs do lose in that sense, but I just don't see that happening. Like, I just no. he is a magician at the I, quarterback position. And, it, and I just
1: – if it didn't happen this year, like this was – I, I still can't believe the Ravens didn't beat them because this was their best chance. They were completely healthy with the better team on paper, maybe, but they it, they still couldn't pull it off. So I don't like what is their What are they going to do next year to get that much better that the Chiefs aren't also going to improve alongside them? And get a couple pass catchers like ah, it's going to be tough. And and yeah, you're right. I think it's going to be a surprise if he's not in the AFC title game. Every it's year. just like it
0: seems like an automatic, just already put your stamp on it type thing. Um, yeah, they like with I, it, it goes back to that. It's like yeah. we, we know Patrick Mahomes, and then if you have the consistency of Spagnola, he's gonna get his guys in the right spot. He was so
1: good in that in the Super Bowl. Like, I just yeah. it was insane that secondary was completely shutting him down. I will say on the Niners side. Because so I can't talk about the Chiefs anymore. Uh, Congratulations.
0: Yeah, congrats.
1: Well, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about them. This is just Same. so brutal for the Niners, and Kyle Shanahan specifically. Like, he had another 10-point lead in another Super Bowl. This poor guy had to go against Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes twice in his Super Bowls. It's like, wow, is there anybody who's played a worse lineup of quarterbacks? Like, he could be a three-time champion right now. And if it was amazing the, the way that Falcons game went, like I, that was insane. And then both I'll, of these, these he had in all of them.
0: I, I would say the last two Super Bowls I would probably put on Shanahan, and not not this most recent one, but the Atlanta one. You know, the play calling was not there. They decided yes. not to run the ball. I don't know what that whole deal was. I agree. And then the, the Garoppolo 49ers Super Bowl was kind of a similar situation where they were trying yeah. to throw the ball late in the game where it's like, you even. don't need to do that. Why why are you trying to get all tricked with them and, and yeah. try to make them think one way and then you do this other thing yeah. and it really
1: shoots you in the but, foot? But he, 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 around, didn't, I don't, I don't, he didn't do it this time, it felt like. He did a pretty good job.
0: But it, it you're right. This one wasn't on him. It was the Chiefs defense came alive, S- specifically the third quarter. And the two are but lucky. And he and, down yeah. everything offensively for the 49ers where it seemed like the Chiefs' defense was almost Swiss cheese for most of that first quarter.
1: And they, they still were in such a good spot. That muffed punt, I keep coming back to, because yep. they were getting the ball back up with, I mean, they could just more time to burn, and it just yep. completely turned seven points on them. Like, that is so... And the, you can not playing for that. You can yell Peter as much as you want. The guy's blocking. He's engaged. It just randomly yeah. bounced off his leg.
0: It's one of those freak plays, yeah, because he, he – exactly what you said. He's engaged with somebody. He's trying to block. He thinks you know Can't the ball's not really necessarily there. near him. And when yeah. it lands, yeah, that ball can go anywhere. That's, it's random. What? It just
1: happened to land on his calf and bounce right into the Chiefs' hands. So yeah. that's really tough. I will say, like, I think Brock Purdy might have elevated himself above pumpkin status for me. He played a really, pretty good game.
0: I already felt that way for the most part. I mean, he had a couple throws here and there, but what quarterback doesn't throughout a game? Um, I, yeah, well, the guy on the other side, but that doesn't matter. Well, yeah. well oh, yeah, that's Patrick Mahomes. Well, <laughs> and he did have an interception, so he does have those throws. <laughs> I don't remember that. I was He, he overthrew. Oh, over- over- I don't know if he was trying to hit Kelsey or the receiver behind him, but it was between them where there wasn't a receiver. <laughs> was just like huh. was that early in the game, I guess? It was in the second half.
1: Huh, I don't remember this. So the Mahomes um, the, the media, media is already getting to me. It's already been wiped from my brain. I, I prefer to remember it. But uh it's damn TikTok. Yeah,
0: gosh darn TikTok. And our P-brains only right. last for three seconds at a time now. Guys. Uh, but anyways, uh, so the 49ers. Yeah. I, like what we well. did. I really didn't feel like, you know, like he didn't lose them the game or anything like that. And I think that's what a lot Listen. of people were waiting for. was like, yeah. Like, He's gonna have a moment where it's too big for him or whatever. But he was putting passes in great spots. He had good anticipation. Like I'm specifically remembering nice that like ten yard in route, he got it just behind the linebacker. Yeah. And his eyes were looking this yeah, way. Right he threw The linebacker to the right, and then he threw it just past him to the left to his receiver. And so, like he he played a very good game. I, I if anybody thinks he's yeah. underrated anymore or or I don't think leader. he's a pumpkin. The, I should say, a pump-
1: the pumpkin's the word you're looking for. Yeah. I, I no longer think a he's a pumpkin. He proved himself above a game manager for me, which I, which is pretty big. And
0: I think he did that in the NFC Game when he was using his yeah, legs. Yeah. Yeah. When he was yes. using his legs is when I think that more opened things up where it's like, all right, he's realizing what he can actually do to help extend the game or extend his play.
1: Maybe the one thing that we needed a little bit more of in this yeah, game was, you didn't, was you didn't see some that. of those. And maybe that was nerves. I don't know, but well, I, like
0: some of there's some a future, it, but some of it is also you had Chris Jones coming up the middle where you could yeah. step up and, and move out of the pocket and yeah. manipulate the pocket as much as you wanted to. But um, I, I
1: get it now. And I'm, I'm intrigued by the future for him and it's so cheap. It makes sense to do so. Yeah, I think they're in a pretty good spot. And honestly, they're the favorites already for next year, which is like...
0: Well, I guess offensively, you're not losing Chiefs. anybody, right? McCaffrey's still there. Purdy's there. Debo's not going yeah. anywhere right I now, right? I, uh, is Ayuk still there, or is he done? I think he's
1: got one more year.
0: He's going. So, like, you're bringing back most people. Kittle's still there. Um, I
1: think. So, I, I, I think the, the, being... the Chiefs. The Chiefs should be the favorites. I don't. Know. But, oh no! Yeah, but I like the um, sexiness of the offense. I guess
0: a kiddo, you know i said was going to be the x factor what i thought was going to be the x factor and he for the most part was um not used in the passing game and yeah he had, like a big player early. yeah he was, under,
1: yeah, uh, he was not, underutilized uh, i mean
0: his blocking was what i thought was going to be like, Juwan, the game joan joan Jennings was the x factor his throwing ability
1: he was so. And, uh, uh, he's also elevated above game manager for me. I think he's an above average quarterback. You know. Yes, Juwan.
0: Well, he's, he was one for one with a touchdown the Super Bowl. Only people have passer
1: rating in the Super Bowl. He's probably set the record. It's, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Him. Like I'm, I'm sure it's and then a couple other people. Do you? Nick Foles.
0: Do you remember the last wide receiver to throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl?
1: Uh, I want to say like Jacoby Jones for the Ravens, but I don't think that's true.
0: Older than that.
1: Is This is prior post it 2000. In short York
0: City when the Super Bowl happened. Steelers, Seahawks, Antoine Randall.
1: I don't. I choose not to remember that game because the officiating was so horrendous that they gave the Steelers the game.
0: Must man, he's getting his Super Bowl in his hometown. Anyways, um, yeah. So did you? We're gonna Fuck change the game. a little bit though. Fuck like, do you, do, you, do you have any more final thoughts on the Super Bowl? I mean. You uh, so did a pretty good job of wrapping that one Holmes is, is inevitable,
1: brutal for the Niners. They're still going to be good. It feels like. Uh, yeah, that's mostly it.
0: Uh, did you have a favorite commercial? Mine was the Dunkings. You know, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Man. Brady made a little an appearance into it. I 100
1: funny. I, I 100 agree. Okay. agree. That was the number one by far. It was great because it's like a real life thing it makes sense it's like oh, she's a singer he's gonna go oh Tom Tom Brady's there oh Matt Damon's there and he's embarrassed he does the apples line but it's with Duncan like, yeah, it's
0: like how do you like them Duncan's like I'm sorry
1: it was it's still yeah it was perfect it was like yeah it was a it was one of like maybe I don't think there was that many good ones this year they all just kind of like
0: call well, they all famous come out people now
1: it's it's well, no yes. longer
0: the appeal of like, oh, I got to watch the commercials. they all come out a week ahead. Yeah, I saw
1: that I saw the Tina Fey one like for a week before it was on the Super Bowl. Same and then it was one
0: good. where like yeah. Arnold gets thrown against the mountain like Okay,
1: that one I saw for the first time. I loved that. That was pretty good. Oh, I saw, I saw that. Like,
0: oh, that I saw that one know, a week ahead of time.
1: I didn't I mean... see that even at the Super Bowl. I missed I saw that yesterday. I think. Oh, really? <laughs> it was like this is a funny commercial. Uh yeah, there weren't a great crop of commercials this year, I feel. Uh, there weren't even that – there weren't that many that I loved. I mean, I, yeah, I really like the dunk, the Duncan one. Uh, the movie trailers I kind of tend to show up for a little bit more because those are your first looks at a lot of new things.
0: My brother and I had a conversation about this, and we oh. – so obviously it's $7 million for like a full Obvious. whatever ad for for the commercial this year. And my brother goes, there's a lot of full trailer online now. I was like, yeah, they're not going to spend – Yeah, they did the 30-second you know, like, spot. 30 seconds. <laughs> so they're not going to do a full 90- or two-minute spot. I mean, yeah, you know, like, that's $28 million. Not. That's like your entire marketing budget. So you're yeah. getting all these 30-second little clips. Of, trailer for a trailer. Yes. Yeah. And, and then uh, the, the what I think is always humorous is these are movies that aren't even coming out in the next, like, month or two. They come out in, like, seven months. Yeah, uh, all right, this movie's coming out in August. It's like, oh, cool! Yeah. I gotta, I gotta wait six more months. Fantastic!
1: Awesome.
0: <laughs> like, th- th- thanks for getting me excited. I guess I don't, I don't really. Yeah. Know. W- was there anyone that you were specifically waiting on? Like, my brother wanted to see the Deadpool three one. Trying to remember, and then, yes. and then I think he like released it early anyways online. And my brother's like, do I need to keep watching the Super Bowl then?
1: Yeah, it's like the start of the game. It was like it's already online. I was like, I'm what? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, but well, it's no longer called Deadpool three. Deadpool and Wolverine. Yeah. So we, I mean, I, I don't know how I follow all this stuff behind the scenes, so I knew Hugh Jackman and everything was in it. Maybe that was yeah, or wasn't here. common knowledge. Okay. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I was kind of intrigued. I was. And I'm already very much like it's the Marvel universe is kind of done for me after Guardians ended.
0: Well, I heard this is the only movie for Marvel this year, too, which I think is. Good for them. Yes. They sort of oversaturated the market on all these superhero movies.
1: And, yeah, like, the, the show was especially... There was, was the war of leading
0: up to Endgame and uh, Infinity War and stuff like that. And then after, yes. I think everybody needed a break, but Marvel just kept...
1: Yeah, well, the they went the other way. Yeah, in my opinion, they would have. it would have been so great, and they never were going to be able to do this because of money, but to yeah. take like a two-year break at least.
0: I was going to say like even just a year break. Just I, step
1: yeah. away, like breathe. Instead, they put out like six of those that maybe one of one and a half were good. But, like Loki, Loki, yeah, Loki, and like the first half of WandaVision was intriguing because it was the first bit of anything we'd gotten. But other than that, it was not great returns. Uh, but this one, it, I, I don't know. To me, it's like the fourth wall Deadpool stuff. I was, I was, I was very done with after Deadpool. Deadpool two, I like kind of saw eventually and. Didn't It bounced off of me. But I don't know if this one could be good. He's working with more of the Marvel stuff, I guess. Hugh Jackman's back. I'm still very wary, but I got a general good vibe from the trailer. Here's
0: I, I haven't seen the trailer yet, so I don't know. This is all just me <laughs> thinking off the top of my head. You just head. saw the
1: tra- the teaser
0: for the trailer? I, I just saw the teaser, yeah. Okay. So, um, there
1: wasn't much more. They didn't even show Hugh Jackman in it.
0: So he, here's what I think of it as. Have you seen the original like Evil Deads? Yeah. Okay, and then they made Army of Darkness, which is sort of yeah. like a comedic sort yeah. of spinoff of it. That's sort of how I feel like Hugh Jackman might be in this one, where, like, Wolverine oh, is a mysterious character. He's a chainsaw arm, I'm
1: mean. well, yeah, <laughs> in. He sort of does. I guess he sort of does. He's got... He's, he's got, he's got some, the blades. He's got some weaponry. Um, but, like, I can see him
0: being uh, not a total comedic aspect of the movie, but him having a bit more funny that. parts to it <laughs> to make it fit into the Deadpool movie.
1: Yeah. I'm just... Wow. The fourth wall stuff can wear on me pretty quick, and if it goes in certain directions, I can bounce off of it quite it a has lot. To be,
0: I don't want to say subtle, but it, yeah, it just can't be overused.
1: So I'm, I'm curious how they do it, if they're going to use it to introduce... Different stuff. I mean, the thing... They're kind of just faffing about until they get to the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Which, I don't know if you saw, but there was an announcement this morning.
0: Oh, no, I did not or, see this.
1: Morning. I don't even know if it's an announcement. Maybe it was just a report. But it's been what's reported for a while. But the Fantastic Four cast is out there.
0: Oh, I heard that Pedro was officially Mr. Fantastic. Yes. I didn't hear anybody else, though. Who, who else is... Uh, who
1: Vanessa Pedro? Kirby is... Miss Fantastic, you know who know? she is. I love her. She's great. She's in Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, okay. She's in, technically she's in Hobbs and Shaw, but we don't like to talk about that. Um, she's in the most recent Mission Impossible. She's in is she she's in one of the Bond movies. What is it, Vanessa? What Vanessa Kirby? Uh, she's staggeringly beautiful, I will say. So uh, I yes, think...
0: another another not blonde that. lady that looks like every other.
1: Yes, but, but she's, she's great in the Fallout movies. I can see her doing well. The guy who is Human Torch was... Did you see the new, latest season of Stranger Things?
0: Yes, I have he, seen the newest season. He was of like
1: the, the rocker guy who plays the song at the end.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I am. And then they got... Interesting choice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and then they got the, the cousin from The Bear? Is he the cousin? Like the...
0: You're talking oh, like the, the sous-chef dude or whatever?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's like abrasive and the loud. The is not, and... yes. Yeah, he's like not into it in the first season. Yeah. He's the thing. What? I It very much was like, who's hot right now? Let's get them. So, I mean, and it's like he could play a sad sack. Whoever's the thing, you don't need them to look like anything. It's well, that's like, true. Like I it's don't a know. CGI I monster. Well. Although they <laughs> nailed the cast, they nailed the casting the first time. I will say.
0: You said the, the whoever played the thing the first time. I can't remember his name off the top of my
1: head. The guy from the shield, yeah, yes, Michael yes, Chiklis. I thought,
0: he, I thought he was a great
1: thing. He <laughs> looks like the thing too. He's a big round ball. The problem <laughs> is they nailed the casting with whoever the hell plays Mister Fantastic, who just fits that role and. Uh, Chris Evans, Human Torch, Jessica Alba, uh, whatever. That, is, that that
0: was a. Not a. It might be, that say a. Are, we allowed, say, I, what, yeah, are we allowed
1: to say eye candy move? Like, that's what it was at the time, especially yeah. in the mid 2000s. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, she,
0: she was the hot name.
1: She was Holy the. Holy hell. She was the hot name. everything. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the Vanessa Kirby thing is a similar thing here. I name still, ironically most worried about the Pedro Pascal part. Like, I... Uh,
0: you you mentioned that from the very beginning. It yeah. doesn't...
1: The casting of it for this character, I don't think, is a total one-for-one. One. He's a great yeah. actor, so it's probably, pepper, Let it it's, it's probably... It's probably gonna know. be fine. Well, it's not even the look. It's just, like... Mr. Fantastic is just the smartest person in the universe. He is, like, a pure science nerd guy who can make Has anything. Has you ever played a
0: role where he's supposed to be super smart?
1: I... I I, no, I, real question, I I can't really think of any like he's mostly like a he's like a, more of a, like a street smarts character in all of whatever he plays and he's kind mm-hmm. of off the cuff funny gruff kind of dad mode like but I so I'm a I don't know he's great though so it'll probably be fine but that is that is what I've heard so that's at least a step in the right direction because they it's the x-men and it's fantastic four and all this other stuff that they you tried to get off the ground yeah well you, you kind of you didn't really land it. You didn't. I don't know. You bunted it right into the pitcher, and you're out. Like time to go again. Um, so maybe things will get better. We'll see. But uh, that had nothing to do with the Super Bowl trailers. That, well, anyways. The that other ones I watched.
0: To... That was nerd corner. Yeah, that was nerd corner. <laughs> I wasted a I did. I good. Yeah.
1: The the one that I'm into is the the new Planes Hoops trailer.
0: That's okay. See, I didn't see also that one. I keep seeing wary. that pop up on my social media, but I haven't seen that new trailer yet.
1: I'm, I want, I ended up watching the whole thing. I'm just, I'm still just very wary because it's not Andy Serkis. That trilogy is like almost a perfect modern trilogy, uh, as far as modern trilogies. Like it's it's up there in my opinion as far as the best trilogies. And I, it's not the same creative team behind the camera or any of that. Like it was it was Matt Reeves doing those who went on yeah. to make Batman. Like yeah, and I have to look this up because the guy who's making this new one. Was already, I was already suss on him because he was making something else, Um, and I think I talked about this in a prior uh, nerd nerd corner at some point. But let me look this up real quick because I'm a little apprehensive. West Ball, oh yeah, he's the Maze Runner guy. So that does not. Oh yeah, I do remember you talking about him. Oh, because he's making the new Zelda movie. That's what. Yeah, it, that's right. He's making yeah, the live action Zelda, and it's directed by the guy who made Maze Runner, and like the writers of some terrible. So I'm, um, I don't know. And the writers of this movie, we'll see. Um, but it looked mostly okay. I can't. The visual effects weren't necessarily better. They, they might have not have been as good. But I enjoy that world. It's a fun sci fi world. It looks like they're just kind of doing a. I don't know. They're gonna do some. One of the apes thinks humans are worth something, so he's he's gonna go against his ape crew to defend a human, and things will happen from there. It seems like I don't know because we're like halfway into the world now, where all the humans are just like dumb dogs.
0: Did the astronauts return yet?
1: Well, no. I don't, I don't think that
0: in the third one. I or... don't
1: think we'll see them return because technically, I believe in the canon that's like the Charlton Heston. Planet of the Apes, nineteen sixty-eight shuttle. So, like, we're not going to get there for another thousand years. But like, and my opinion, I, I know they this, I know this
0: one takes place way after Caesar and everything else like that. It's like a, I think that's like, like
1: a midway point.
0: Okay, I was going to say because in the in the very first one of this rebooted uh, trilogy series, whatever you want to call it now, yeah, it's like modern. they do they do tease that the shuttle is missing. You only see it in the headline, but you, you never. Hear about
1: it again. So I'm just curious. curious. I'm to me, that was the shuttle in the first Planet of the Apes movie from 1968 with Charlton Heston. They send a shuttle off from Earth. It comes back, I don't know what it is, uh, 2,000 years later. Something the like planet's that. taken over. I, so, I like,
0: got like, lost or something. I don't remember the exact. I don't remember the
1: science of how they ended up on the Planet of the Apes. I, but but I, I think they just like got lost in some time thing. and or maybe went through a,
0: a wormhole worm and it
1: came out 2,000 years later back on Earth. But in my opinion, they should never even get to that because it's like those movies already exist unless you're just remaking those movies, which is like, I don't.
0: I mean, it seems doing? like they're leading right back into it. That's what this whole thing is. I'm not saying they are going to, but like. It's possible. Maybe, maybe it leads up to yes, that original I, one and then it stops yeah, or whatever. I, I could
1: see, like, the final of this new trilogy being this uh spaceship coming down and we see CGI did, and did, yes. Yes. Yeah, maybe it is a little bit closer. In, in, in my opinion, I, I would prefer it's just isolated and you tell your own story, but there's little threads on either end. But, uh, well, so I do that would... That one could be good. We'll see. Uh, the only other ones, the Wicked trailer came out. actually looked kind of good. I don't know why. I was kind of into it. But I don't really know anything about it.
0: I never never it saw the play. Musical. Never really had a whole
1: which, To me, that kind of intrigues me. me. It's like, I don't know what this is. Okay, if you throw a big bunch of oh, Ariana yeah, Grande's in it, which I don't know if that makes me feel like it'll be a good movie or not, but... Uh, then there's one other. I mean, uh, Twisters! Which actually looks kind of good. Twisters! Twisters! Like, Glenn Knoll is a guy who I want to see in more movies. I really like his energy, especially off Top Gun. And there was something else I saw. Oh, he was in Scream Queens way back in the day, which is a big guilty God. pleasure of mine. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. that, that show. Oh, also has already a <laughs> the, the show is iconic. Big guilty pleasure big college. Uh, so I'm excited for that. and I don't think i be excited for Twisters. Same. I saw that one. Uh, obviously,
0: you saw my tweet that I quote tweeted with the it was like it was Kelsey yelling at Andy like the first one was perfect. There's no Bill Braxton. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, and yeah, I mean don't get me wrong. It was certainly a nostalgia. There's no Philip Seymour Hoffman, RIP. Um, but like it, yeah. I I remember hearing that they were gonna be doing another Twisters movie. It always
1: seemed like a joke. Yeah.
0: Same. Um, I need to see a cow, though. Going yeah. going in circles. I yeah, need to see didn't... that scene remain
1: did not quite get to that level, or well, now they're gonna have to top it because it's the big new CGI version. So maybe it'll be sure. like an elephant. It'll oh, is a, a zoo like an entire zoo? The, zoo. Yeah. And the, the elephant will like be hold onto a light pole by its trunk, and then it'll start well, spinning you know, around you know, the trunk. You know what they, they need down, to do like that festival where they wrap the ribbon around the pole. It's an <laughs> elephant, and then they just rip them up into the tornado. That I would was be gonna fun. say. Uh...
0: It t- it takes place in like Oklahoma, doesn't it? It goes to the yes. Tiger King sanctuary. All the tigers now are in the Twister. Oh
1: God! <laughs> A Tiger King crossover. It's that actually fits about the relevance that Twister has to us that <laughs> Tiger it, King would it, does. It, it'll fit everybody together. It's fun. Oh, that it's bringing people together. The Twister movies. Oh, Twisters. But that's
0: kind of. I I don't really have any other thoughts on the halftime or not halftime. Excuse me on the commercials.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. I was going to say, we got to at least touch on the halftime.
0: Yeah. That's the final thing. I sure. sure hit a lot of uh, pretty good. A lot of nostalgic mm-hmm. chords there. I, well, it's uh, yes. very
1: 2000s performance.
0: 100%. I saw very. one tweet where it was like, if you didn't at least illegally download one of these songs, then you are not old enough for this halftime. So I was like, yeah, that definitely hits. That one was yeah. right on point.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. The game at that point was very slow. Yep. So he, I think anything would have been great, um, but and I was worried he wouldn't have the songs to kind of get through this, but he made it work. He's just a performer, man, and that's the biggest thing you need. And Drenched in sweat. Dancing around, starting stripping at one point, and it was like, whoa, okay, alright. Yeah,
0: uh, I noticed that my wife really started to turn me at that moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, it was pretty fun. Well, the Alicia Keys cameo, yeah. or Duet or whatever and they're going yeah, back and yeah. forth. A Lil, the intro to Lil the intro to Little John in the crowd doing turn down for what was pretty great. With the camera right in there, going ham with them. Yep. Uh, and I am like, uh, uh, always a sucker for Luda Oh, I was a complete yeah. sucker for Luda. Yeah. Luda came it's out. and was like, Luda. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna take this. You got it. That was great. And yeah, they all just like. Yeah. the whole ending where they're like in the rainstone football gear and like kind of chilling, I was like, "This, there, is, that, dope. That, this is also the ending the of the Fast of, and uh, movie." But the suits reminded me of
0: uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw. The, oh, yeah. the like the latex purple and black suits or whatever was, they were they wearing kind of remind
1: me of a, what was it like? Rolo Jim, yeah. whoever was in the bad guys in the dodgeball movie. Rolo Jim, Rolo Jim. It looked like that oh, with just some, some extra sparkles. Yeah. <laughs> Had to have the little ad pieces in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a good time.
0: It was pretty entertaining. I heard some people shitting on it, which I didn't totally get. I think those are just people who want clicks or something like that. I mean, like, was sure. it Prince and Purple Rain in the rain? No. But it was a like singing, yeah. And, you know, I was bobbing my head to the music and... Yeah, you know, he was, was out there it was,
1: dancing, he did some things.
0: It did exactly it what he wanted it to do. I heard there was a 40% bump in his ticket sales for his tour, specifically after his Super Bowl performance. Were,
1: okay, okay, also he was in like four commercials, I feel like, during the movie. Super Bowl. And there was like a, there was a joke, he's like, well, don't you have somewhere to be? He's like, I guess we better get there. Like it's like, it's the first quarter. Yeah, uh, right. It's like, yeah. I'm over there. yeah. There's there's some good viral marketing throughout. They're getting better at that, which is scary. Oh, okay, what was the last thing? I think maybe there was there was a there was a bunch of what was it? Temu ads.
0: Oh, you remember seeing those? Yeah.
1: They yeah. were spending Buku dollars on whatever that.
0: I don't even know what it is. It's potentials. some online purchasing thing right i, is, don't, it, I don't even know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yes is
1: this the next way that we're being invaded first tiktok now this i don't know now, uh, yeah it sounded like some kind of chinese commerce app but i have no basic on like if that's a, true or not
0: do you remember is uh, it like with
1: i like was about buy, to say i was about to say it's buy, another
0: wish yeah
1: buying cheap pants like. on wish and they come 68 days later in the wrong it's color thin, like bad material buttons falling yeah. off it yeah. struck me as that kind of vibe, but I have no idea. Same. But yeah, they were they were throwing. As they're listening at the in lot. on
0: us right now, I didn't say any of that. I
1: swear. Yeah, no, all good, all good
0: um, here. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, I I thought the there was like a somewhat humorous one with Michael Sarah doing the cerave.
1: That was like, also a good one. I like the, that.
0: The moisturizer. I was He's like, all right, like, that was cerave. Like, Cera yeah, that was that was a good one. I like that one.
1: I don't really remember yeah. many others. There's a lot of cameos, like the Schwarzenegger State Farm thing. It's like yep. he doesn't say the R. It's like, got it. Oh, that's uh, it. Oh, that's the whole thing.
0: That's that's the whole thing. You can't say words. Yep. They they were running
1: ads for this ad for like two weeks before the Super Bowl, and I was like, that that was it. Okay, they brought Danny DeVito in, made the juniors or twins jokes. I always forget which of those is which, but
0: twins, twins, him and Danny so DeVito, yeah.
1: Well, I think he's in Junior, too, but I think they're making the Twins, Oh, yeah, too. you're right. Because right. he wasn't junior. pregnant at the end of the ad. I don't remember that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there was just a lot of, yeah, random cameos walking through the screen. Dan Marino was in almost as many ads as Usher. Yeah, he, he, he I know he just, popped
0: up the, in that, like, Lionel Messi, of Ultra
1: ad. That was a, I like that one. I like I like ones where it's just like, here's Messi playing soccer for 30 seconds. It's like, yeah, cool. that like, yeah, no, was fine. I love this. This is this, great. I
0: thought it was so funny because both my wife and my mom were like, who is this guy? I said, oh, it's Lionel Messi, only the best soccer player in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he's only won the, what is it, the Palm All Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. He's only won that four or five times. No big deal.
1: Yeah, he's okay. Um, but yeah, a little bit of a lackluster year but in terms of ads and stuff. Do so you have a, like
0: a all time favorite months. Super Bowl ad? I can think of one off the top of my head right now. Actually, I can think of two. First one, first one was probably, um, I think it was probably like 09, 10, maybe, but Eminem was the voiceover for a Chrysler commercial when they were in Detroit. I thought you've that was spoke, a really good one. You've
1: spoken to my heart. Well, I was going to say Eminem Sprite ad. Oh, or, Sprite ad. Was it Spr- um, Sierra Mist at one point? There's it's like a little puppet and they were all like little rooms of his mansion he was like recording music or something oh
0: yeah 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 uh, i don't know just
1: one of them three
0: cuz then there was a, there was a
1: 2 Eminem M&M 11m1s and then another no
0: no no it was it was the M&M one then there was a Clint Eastwood narrated one around the same time as that m and m1 know. it was about it was a car with court. a so I can't remember with a chair it. right
1: or something empty chair
0: No, no, it's just his voiceover during a car commercial, like saying, like, we're America tough or something like that. Oh, It it was just, like, the nostalgia of hearing Clint Eastwood's voice just being Clint Eastwood. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is uh, very old. I don't know if you'll remember this or not because I was pretty young. This was during the Tampa Bay Bucks, oakland Raiders Super Bowl. Get the fuck out of here. Terrible Terry Tate. It was a Reebok commercial where he went around. He was an office linebacker. And he would just blow your shit up if you were not being productive at work (laughs) okay Okay. i'm gonna have to i'll have to send you that one because i ended up making three additional ones and that were pretty funny
1: nice i don't know if i have any off the top of my head i remember a lot of like doritos commercials every year
0: I feel like there's did not that many this I don't, year. I like don't just know. Put up that, like four or five.
1: And... Yeah, I don't necessarily remember one from this year. I always remember one where some kid goes into like a cardboard time machine or something. Time machine, yeah. That was like Except three or four years ago. I don't yeah. even remember what happens after that or anything. But uh, You're so the, old. It's that- all the great. Go Daddy ads, you know, big fan of those. No particular Oh, Dana music. Patrick
0: from like the mid two thousands or <laughs> yeah. aughts or whatever. Very yeah. mid,
1: very mid two thousands. She should have been in that Usher halftime show too. Just bring all the mid two thousands.
0: Just bring it all. Nostalgia,
1: and you know that's what it was all about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Eminem Sprite ad number one.
0: Um, do you want to talk anything else with uh, with Super Bowl? I know we're already at uh, a little over an hour, so...
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's perfect. I think we got a lot in there and stuffed some extras.
0: Definitely, definitely stuffed some extras. Do you want to jump into Nerd Corner or shall we talk a little Dame Return?
1: I guess let's, let's blow through the Dame Return since it happened. Okay.
0: Yeah, Dame, so... Dame Returns. It
1: yeah. happened. Came back to Portland uh, with this new team. There was a lot of standing ovations and videos and Tributes and tears and emotions. Yeah, it was an emotional night. A um, bit of a weird night, too. But yeah, they came in. The honest was in town. Everyone was there. Pretty much everyone played for us. It was actually a great game, and we actually beat them, which was awesome. Tell that. They, Anthony Simons had some, some great closing buckets, and then they had a chance, and we kind of smothered Dave, and they ended up getting it to Brooke Lopez, and he just straight up took the shot. Didn't even think about Plenty of time on the clock. could have gotten it back today. He just took the shot. Not playing, no good. And then Should we ended up pulling shoot, out. Baby. Yeah. Clopez doesn't care about Dame's return. He's here to get a bucket. He did not get that bucket. Yeah, the Blazers actually pulled off the win, which was nice. Was a nice little, I don't know. It was like, cool. This is good. But also, it's like, we shouldn't all have left To tell you. Kind of, look, we were missing that
0: bridge, that bridge had burned between him and ownership. Mainly the ownership on Dame.
1: Yeah, or the other way around, I think. He, he's he's just also been making, like, strange comments recently of, like, yeah, I'd love... He said it when he was there. He was like, I'd love to come back to Portland after I win a ring. And I was like, what? Okay. I
0: can't win one with you. And then,
1: <laughs> and then, like, this week, he said, like, I'd love to be a part owner of the Blazers after I retire. And I was like, what? Dude, just... That is you're over there. Just... Play basketball, try to win a championship, and then maybe things will happen after that. It it feels a little bit weird to me sometimes when with those quotes come out. I'm just like, I dude. I mean, it's
0: I'm a little still... strange because he's playing for a different team, but at the same time, yeah. you know, you're putting you want to put stake into a team that you spent he spent over ten years here,
1: didn't he? Yeah, I just I feel like it's so weird, if, especially if you there was a there was a sign in the crowd that was like, "Go win your ring and then come back home." I did and see it's that like, sign. Yeah. To me, as a fan, that is a bit of a pathetic statement for your team to be like. We you love in your team to win. We ring love you so much. You. You're the best. Anyways, you can go now. Go somewhere else and win your ring, and then come back and slum it with us, idiots, who are just gonna lose a bunch of games as we suck. But we we suck so much that we'll just accept your charity because we don't even care. Like we'll just we're just happy to have you back. We just we just don't want to just have a team. We don't care how much we actually compete or not. It's just like Jesus, man, could you be more pathetic? Like it sounded very Morty-esque right there. It's it gets to that point where it's like, come on, I I, I understand that there's a lot of emotions built up there and maybe it'd be nice to have him back, but also it's like this is a competitive organization and we're also trying to win. This isn't just like a happy fun times farm. I, I and also then it's like so then your best player in franchise history. There's also that little part you have to write in where you he went to a better team and won a championship and then came back yeah. and continued to slum it with you. Like, what a weird legacy to write. I, I just you're wrong. It's, <laughs> uh, it's so weird. I don't look at. Sorry that. Yeah, it is
0: a strange concept to think about because you're just saying like we know we're not good enough. For To win a championship even if you're on our team go win one go get what you deserve and then come back and
1: and we'll blow up our team team. again just to get you back because we don't care about winning we just want the best that we can hope for is to have you on our team that is the best our franchise can do it's just very like defeatist or i don't know i i don't really like that mentality i would rather it's yeah i i mean i would rather kept trying but yeah things things went the way they did
0: I'm with you. I, I mean, that whole fiasco that happened over the summer, that led to, the trade and stuff. I mean, because to
1: me, the whole like everybody else, I guess, is a lot better at just being like, "What a great tenure! That was awesome." To me, it's like, that was a failure. That we failed. We failed so bad that he we had to trade him somewhere else. So now that and then for him to get the ring and then come back and then it's like, what? I personally, it just feels very sad. <laughs> it's just like. Well, he won somewhere else. It's like, it's like if the Thunder after Kevin Durant left just gave up on everything, and then he left the Warriors, and they were like, "We'll take you back. We don't even care. We'll, okay. we'll give you max contract, and we'll win thirty games the rest of our tenure. as long as you come back." Please, Kevin, come back. Yeah. It's I, I don't really like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure. That's what you were anticipating on the Dame return stuff. Yeah, it was. was uh, it's an emotional, weird ball that you have to unravel. And it's going to continue to be that way, I guess. He's going to come back in 20 years and <laughs> own the team with Phil Knight, even though he's yeah. an Adidas guy. I don't know how that's going to work.
0: I guess. yeah, it's an Adidas guy. Yeah, no, That's, that's weird. Um, other things around the NBA, not, or, there was a trade deadline that happened. I didn't, not, nothing really happened. I mean, um, a couple of names that people might know move, but for the most part, yeah. you said it before we got on, it was a lot of uh, – you know, role-players. Players, yeah.
1: Players, the and, biggest yeah. moves happened before the actual deadline, like the OG and thing, the Pascal Siakam yeah. thing. Yeah. Which Everything after about, that was yeah. kind of smaller level.
0: Oh, the Bulls didn't out. make a trade. They haven't done anything at the trade deadline in like four years now.
1: I don't know what they are doing with their lives. I, I, I don't know, but they should have blown it up last year. And they didn't do yeah. anything at
0: the lead line, and then this year... I We're mean, also
1: didn't... like the third year of, man, they should have blown this up. Why are we still doing this? And they're still doing it. Well,
0: they posed themselves to by having Levine go get surgery so you can't move him. Like, And that's all yeah. they've been trying to do and get off yeah. of You can trade it DeRozan. Yes. and gotten some assets back. You could have traded Vooch for anybody. I do think. Yeah, well, I, I, I would have taken a fucking left tube sock. For Vucevic right now to... Yeah,
1: I thought Darius would have been really nice on Philly if Joel ever comes back. But I think they ended up getting Buddy Healed, which is like some nice shooting around him and as and well. And
0: Lowry, too. not The oh. 76ers, yeah. He he had his contract bought out, and then he signed Yeah, he,
1: It's to be it's assessed. a strange
0: concept of, of the NBA, of the contract buyouts. I love
1: the NBA's contract. It makes and so much then, more sense look, to me in the You NFL. don't see that
0: with any other sport, really? You don't really see that with baseball, do you? I don't think you see that with baseball. you, uh, you, you got to
1: tell me. Well, maybe there's just too much money involved with the the baseball contracts to buy them out. But they, there's still stuff where, like, they're, like, paying guys who retired five years ago in baseball, right? Because, like, they have to oh, pay 100%. Yeah. Oh,
0: dude, Ken Griffey Jr. still gets paid. Everybody that's always talks right. about Bobby Bonilla, but Ken Griffey Jr. still getting paid. So I
1: don't know if that's just, like, a more of a fact of, like, baseball contracts are astronomically higher numbers for longer periods of time.
0: You want the NBA like, to like that? Spread it out a little bit. It's like
1: NBA. A lot of times, you're buying out like a expired one point two five expiring a contract. contract, contract. Maybe it's twelve mil or something, but it's like it's one year. You can eat that, I guess. So That's right like, off. Yeah, yeah. And just you know, make a movie about the Wiley e. Coyote and then write it off. It's and make a something.
0: make a movie about Batgirl. Write it off. No one ever has to see it. Nobody ever has to see the goddamn thing. Uh, so yeah, nothing really happened in the trade deadline in the NBA, um, which I can't say I'm. Like terribly shocked. I didn't really expect too many big names to move. There was that rumor for a moment that the Lakers were open to trading LeBron, and then his quickly squashed it. Well, there was... We're not moving him.
1: There was a a report today that the Warriors tried to add him at the deadline, which would have been insane. That's like... Uh.
0: Your villain going to that team? Like... Warriors used to be the top-notch team. When I say this, they were like, oh, my God, it's the Warriors. And then it's like they win. And each year they win, they go down a little bit more in everybody's eyes. If they would have gotten LeBron to go for another title, I don't think anybody would want to be a a Warriors fan outside of, like, you know, that core group, you know?
1: Yeah. I I I mean, you got all the LeBron fans. You got all the LeBron fans, you got all the Warriors fans. It would be a tough turnaround, because LeBron was the Warrior rival all those years when they right. were at their best. It was Warriors-Cavs, Warriors-Cavs. So
0: yeah, for four straight years.
1: I It would be intriguing. I mean, it'd probably be like a Klay Thompson flip and some stuff. Uh,
0: he's willing to take a smaller role now, too, which I thought was
1: kind well, of hard to believe with yeah, what he's been
0: able to do with that team, but...
1: The play is starting to warrant it with his age and stuff and with Clay. I
0: See, I I still think of him as like seven years ago, just knocking down three is like nobody's business. That's where my mind is trapped he, with the he Warriors. He can do
1: it once in a while, but it's, uh, it is no longer quite that consistent. And the defensive...
0: I mean, oh, he's always the,
1: been somewhat of a defensive
0: liability. That's well,
1: since the, since the Achilles and the ACL before that, he was he was quite good, I felt like, on the perimeter, he had a lot of size. But he can't okay. move his feet quite as much anymore. Well, that'll um, happen. But, so yeah, they... We'll see them and, them and the Lakers are both like 910 seats but are very doable the West is wide open right now like the Minnesota's number one but I I just don't really believe in it I just, I don't believe I've in seen that, yeah. I've seen the Rudy Gobert teams be exposed in the playoffs for like five straight years so I don't really buy it and the other and then you have cat who's pretty prone to blowing up I love Anthony Edwards but it's uh it's still early for him and I don't really love those other two big pieces Oh, who just played the Blazers last night and beat us? I will say, and we play them I'll again. They're, they're going to beat us we'll be again. Good. I yeah, they they kill us most of the time, but we beat them last year with Shaden Sharp and a bunch of G League guys. So that is still in my head as well. That was basically the same team. So it uh, makes you wonder. They got Mike Connolly though. Maybe they're over. maybe they're okay, but yeah, not not too much in the NBA. I think things will start heating up and we'll start. I mean, the All-Star game's happening, and those selections happen, but eh, I don't know. If they Most of the people who should have got in, got in. You
0: you bring up the All-Star game. Are you interested in seeing the Dung Contest or the three-point contest? Like, I'm somewhat oh. interested in the Ionescu, Curry, 3 Well, this is the thing. So no. that's
1: a separate Oh, that's thing. not even
0: part of the All-Star weekend?
1: Well, it is, but it's not part of the three-point contest.
0: It's just its own thing.
1: It's its own thing, because uh, they announced the three-point contest. I was like, okay, Dame, Malik Beasley, and I was like, where's Steph's not in this? This is not even, why are we even doing this contest? Steph's not in it. And I was like, oh, well, he's, he's doing like a 1v1. So just, what do you, what the fuck are you talk? Just put them both in the contest. What? Yeah. It, it's yeah. all the yeah. 1v1. They're all going solo. Yeah. What do you talk? Just put them in here. So now that doesn't make sense. I I don't know how you can have, have a three-point contest without Steph. That doesn't yeah. make yeah. sense. One of the doesn't most
0: prolific three-point shooter. The best, design, the best, best shooter him.
1: ever. Yeah. Not going to invite him? Because, oh, he's doing this little solo thing? I, doesn't make sense to me. The dunk contest has been dead for a while. Weirdly, Jalen,
0: it's lost its appeal to me probably like seven, eight years ago. Sense... He we even had the best players. And nothing against Mance McClung, who won it last year whatever, but it's just like... He's not even in the
1: league. Exactly. He's not he even in this the... league. So I don't really want to... No. And also, it was like a freaking pity victory last year. They just gave it to him because he was the short white guy. Like, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, And we think Jalen Brown is in it, which is, like, he's, like, slumming it, basically. Yeah. He's, like, slumming it with these guys. And it's, like, I I appreciate that he's doing it. To me, it all fell apart when LeBron said no. Like, it's basically been dying ever since then.
0: Remember when he teased us like, ten years ago that he was going to do the dunk contest and then just never
1: did? Yeah. As soon as he turned it down, all the stars started turning it down and it was no longer cool. And now G League guys are doing it. And Jalen Brown. So, weird. I
0: think that shows you that it's definitely lost its appeal. Like...
1: Yeah. Do you it's remember like, the like, like there's not that many new dunks? And the, yeah, the, like the judges are terrible. Like everything 10.
0: Like the the top parts of the NBA dunk contest were probably like the '90s. You got yep. like Muggsy Bose and Michael Jordan and Vince all of that. And then, like T-Mack, you have a little bit going to the 2000s where you've got Nate Robinson, Griffin, Dwight Robinson, Howard, Robinson, Dwight exactly Dwight Howard with his Superman dunk and a little Aaron dunk. Gordon
1: thing there for a little going bit. We had a
0: couple nice dunks, for sure. Like Don't oh, yeah. get me wrong. Definitely the the most part, it era. used to be like, oh, this guy's going to do something crazy, or you got Vince Carter jumping over his teammate and throwing half of his arm through the hoop, and then he's just hanging there. Like That was awesome. That was fun, and like now it's just, oh, here's a 360 dunk that I okay, see this might be like, once every 15 games.
1: Huh. and all because the judges are four NBA celebrities who have to see these guys day in and day out. Yep. That was a 10. Wow. It's round one. Now well, the whole scoring systems. Flipped.
0: I would. Build up.
1: You can't stop. I would.
0: if I was on the panel giving out scores, I'd give out like a five every time just to skew the scoring system. Just to be like, that's impressive.
1: I've seen 700 windmill dunks. Five. Like, yeah. oh, you did. You spun around. Oh, oh, six. Like, yeah, I, yeah, that's you a want, you want to light it
0: up. Become a mascot performer. Jump off some trampolines. Do some flips. Yeah. Mix it up for me, will you? They never be will because just... it's injury prone. But goddamn it, well,
1: there's no <laughs> one on. even in the league's gonna play. Uh, well, I don't, we should just be mascots at this point. Screw it. Sure, if, if Matt, Matt McClung is mascot dunk champion, if Matt sure. is the headliner, like let's just get rid of it. and Bring in the trampoline side. Uh, I want to see.
0: I want to see Benny the Bull throw one down. Yeah. Um, what about like the pelican from New I want to see the
1: weird green magic mascot float out of the sky and tr- dunk it through the like
0: give me give me the sun's gorilla
1: you know give Ooh, me that all okay guy. okay guy give
0: me somebody scops. dressed up as a wizard i want to see that guy throw down a dunk
1: uh, yeah some old old guy
0: that's that's how they say the dunk believe <laughs> that
1: <laughs> sounds like a good idea
0: come on grandpa get out the tramp oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, what well, we no, that's,
0: when you, that's when you get like an Uncle Drew guy. You know, just put on some makeup, make him look like a wizard, right? And then he goes out and does his thing. Okay. I'm telling you, this is how you save the dunk contest. I'd be way more interested in watching the mascots dunk than someone's watching, gonna do it.
1: I'll be into it if the then dunks they pull
0: from, like QA guys. And, the old you know, wizard
1: pulls off his mask at the end, and it is LeBron. And then everyone's back was- in. There you go. On The dunk that's, contest.
0: Boom! All eyes back on the dunk is that, contest. Is that that's too how it It'd be like too it's much. a mixture of of like the mass Singer and a dunk contest
1: in that aspect. Yeah, which that show weirdly took off. So I guess people are into I it. I don't
0: know why that show took off, um, but that's just the reference I've made. I've never seen a single episode of it. but I the know the people see it at the
1: end. I remember the first year it came out, and I was like, "Wow, it's going to fail horribly." And, and here they
0: are on like season five. I said the
1: same thing with The Voice. I was like, that shit has built careers. <laughs> People, people the love the
0: dramatization of how this person got here and how they sing. Oh, the
1: t- chair is slowly turning. Oh. Yeah, I, I guess the singing competition will just never die. No, that won't. It, it'll never will. Um, as long as people keep joining Glee Clubs.
0: So we've come up with our own rules to fix the NBA dunk contest. Simple. Easy to follow. Um, uh, we had one subject on here. I think we could probably save it for the next time around. Um the underwritten rules and sports oh yeah uh,
1: that's an evergreen anytime subject exactly
0: we we can hit that at any point uh, but you recently saw Godzilla minus 1 I did black and uh, white it was in japanese audio english subtitles yeah godzilla,
1: i think it's technically godzilla minus 1 minus color it's like the full title when it's in black and white was there one in color yeah the yeah, the, the original the,
0: or whatever, yes. the first theatrical release. Okay. Yeah,
1: the normal version is just in color. Uh, I waited so long that it went out of theaters, and then it was in the small theaters, and then I checked. Well, the, the, the big theaters, and it was and like, oh, it's all the back
0: in It's it black and white. So yeah, no, that checks out.
1: Yes. So so yeah, when I ended up going, I didn't actually realize it was in black and white. I was just like, oh, it's back in the big theaters. This is cool. And then the movie started, and I was like, oh, this is, oh boy, okay. 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 maybe this, fly, this is just a firefly no okay this is all in black and white and I was a little at first I was like a little annoyed, because I was like "I, if you're gonna given the option I would prefer to have color uh, It's pretty crazy but that's just where I land uh, but then I, I almost immediately I was like this does fit the time period it's set in 1945 post-war Japan uh, it fits the time period very well it fits the production value very well, and they did a good job of it, so like, pretty quickly I was all into it, and then by the end of the movie, I was like, that was actually the best way to experience it, I feel. Uh, awesome movie, though? Awesome movie. Awesome movie. movie. There we I'm go. Trying
0: to, I'm trying to find something. I uh, liked this, I think it was an Instagram post, maybe, or yeah. maybe... A, uh,
1: all right, I'll try uh, to buy you some time on that. Uh,
0: Twitter, Twitter-like, or whatever, but um, basically it was, I don't know how... This Godzilla thing works. It was like him standing in the middle of the ocean. It's like, well, the depth is 12,000 feet in the ocean. How is he just standing above the ocean water (laughs) threshold?
1: It doesn't make any sense. He's really, he's like a water water polo player. He's really good at just kind of like moving and grooving and staying above. Here we go. I found it. I found it. It was
0: okay. So this submarine is 76 feet tall. The average depth of the sea floor is twelve thousand feet below, and Godzilla stands at three hundred ninety-three feet. How is he breaking the water surface? And it's just a little breakdown of it. It's like, oh, and so they give up all these different: is he standing on a mountain, an underwater mountain? Is, is he on stilts? Is he on a bunch of rubbish? He's he's like twirling his, his tail.
1: tail. He's <laughs> right underneath, and just staying For above, hours. ready to throw. He's on a good water polo team, I believe.
0: Uh, uh, but, but overall, though, like you said, it was probably the best movie to, or best way to see that movie.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. If you have the option, I would say, like, I would actually recommend black and white very much. So, uh, there's. Do
0: you think yeah. it added to that aspect of what you said though? Like, uh, it takes place just after World War II. Like, yes. kind of fits that feel, that theme of.
1: Yeah, know, and they, a lot of the times, or a couple of the times that he shows up, Godzilla uh, in the movie. They they play like, yeah, they play the original theme from the, I don't even, like 1957 original Godzilla movie. Whatever that was, it might, I don't know if it was that. Um, They play that original theme and he's slowly walking through and it's like, it actually like all kind of clicks into place. They're obviously using a lot of like early 40s kind of set design and vehicles and stuff. There's a moment with like these tanks that I think if you saw it in color, and I, I listened to a couple of reviews that actually said this, that they thought they looked quite silly and didn't really work. But to me, oh. in the black and white, I was just like, there's an old fucking tank. Look how yeah. old this is. And it does look like an old toy, but it's like, yeah, it was the it was 1945. Like, they put a piece of aluminum on top of you, and yep. <laughs> they made a little gun. Like, that was it. They, they needed to get the job done. Uh, but the thing that's interesting about this movie is... It's So the the title yeah. is something that you asked me as far as, like, what even is that? Basically, yeah, it's... what what
0: is minus one, you know?
1: Because basically, it's set at the year zero or whatever is the when the bombs Comic-Con. hit in Japan. Um, this is basically set right after that. And then the idea that I think I've heard is the Godzilla attacks happen in this movie, and it sets them back even from zero to minus one. Gotcha. So, okay. And they're
0: more, more destruction.
1: Yeah, and it's in the wake of this already massive event that happened. That in a post-war Japan where they've had to give up all of their boats and, and weapons and you know. planes, everything. So it's like they're they not didn't
0: even a, fight back against Godzilla.
1: No, they're not equipped to deal with it uh, really in any way. The main the main focus of the movie follows an ex-Kamikaze pilot who kind of walks away from his duty. In the war in shame, uh, he comes back to his hometown, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're back! You're Wait, to be dead. you're back! Wait, why the heck are you back? You, you, sh- you coward! You shouldn't be here. You're the reason we lost this war. Look at the rubble. My, my friends and family are dead, and it's your fault." So he's dealing with a lot of the shame of that, and then the shame of that kind of gets wrapped up in his first meeting of Godzilla, and there's some shame in him not being able to do what he needs to do in that situation. And so it's every time he sees Godzilla, it's kind of wrapped up with his, like, emotional PTSD of his shame in the wars. It's like there's actual human emotion stuff going on that they've intertwined with the monster stuff, which is always the stuff that, like, especially the American movies have not been able to do at all, which is, like, have an, a semi-interesting human character in your movie. It's They can't really do it. They always are just like, bring me a divorced dad trying to get to his family. Okay, I don't have to think about it anymore. Uh this movie, yeah, following him and following his story and family and how he moves on, and then Godzilla comes back into his life, and then what he has to do near the end of the movie to kind of reconcile with different things. A great performance by him uh, and a lot of uh, the other kind of main lady in the movie. Um, but it was it was awesome, yeah. In black and white, as well, it was it was kind of perfect. I like that they do like actual scientific ways of dealing with the monster in these movies rather than just like. The American bigger, bigger gun, bigger gun nuke. In uh, this one, they devise a way to basically with. It doesn't really make sense when they described it in the movie, but I, maybe it does. But there's some kind of like way of using bubbles if they wrap him up that they can send him to the bottom of the ocean with like some the way they disperse the bubbles or something. I don't know.
0: So like um, like a, like a tidal pool thing, and it just like sucks him down.
1: Well, no, it's it's more like. They, like, they have these, like, a long cable, and they wrap, like, these little devices in the cable, and then they have two boats. Well, maybe I'm getting into too much detail, but they wrap it around Godzilla, and then they activate it, and it's, like, all these little bubbles come out, and they're like... Huh, okay. And somehow the science of that maybe does or doesn't actually work out, but basically shoots him downwards.
0: Wizards don't so like, bubbles. Yeah, you know maybe.
1: This? Something you about know pressure in the ocean, I don't know, but... Uh, it basically, their whole plan is to send him to the bottom of a bottom trench, of and, trench. and The Marine House Trench? Well, I don't know. They mentioned a trench. I don't know if it's that one. Is that in Japan? Okay. No, I
0: don't think it's in Japan. I feel it's like... in the Pacific Ocean, but it's not in Japan.
1: Okay. Um, then, yeah, maybe not that one, but they're just going to crush him at the bottom of the ocean. Like That's their whole plan, and then if that doesn't work, they're going to bring him back up to the top and like give him the bends and internally fuck up his... Or- okay. Like... Interesting. So then, interesting. It, ideas for this giant creature that you can't just shoot or whatever it's like oh we'll, we'll sink him and they're like but he's comes from the ocean won't he be able it's like well if he survives the fall then we'll bring him back up because they'll well they'll inflate like, that little device and it'll bring him up to the top and maybe that'll fuck up his doesn't internal he come registry from the ocean floor though well, they mentioned that that's why the second part of the plan happens when they bring him up and maybe that it, but i mean it doesn't really work yeah, that, okay. the way they designed it to it for minute one actually the planet the plan is screwed because they're like all right we're gonna meet him at the trench it's gonna be cool and then they're like oh god he's in the bay <laughs> what? like you didn't even get on the boats yet and they're like we sent out uh, there's a funny part sort of fun i think it's supposed to be funny there's a part where they send out a boat with like a decoy sound that they're like dredging oh, behind it's and, out. and it's like yeah. it sounds like a Friend or whatever, another alpha male. So maybe this will this will buy us some time, and then we can go out. And they're like getting on the boat in the harbor, and they just see that boat fly through the sky into the into one of their other boats and explode. And it's just like, ah, check out the decoy. so an yeah, They have to kind of rearrange the plan and make it work in a different way, and then there's even more complications from there. But yeah, I, I loved it. I think it's. No, it is. It's it's the best Godzilla movie I've seen. It's not a super long list, but it is for me. And then in my actual rankings of last year's movies, I think it moved up into a spot. Let me find it. Uh am putting it number three of last year, right? In your 2023 movies, right behind uh, Spider Verse and Oppenheimer, and ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy Three and Killers of the Flower Moon. So number three, minus color. I'm not Great movie. Um, I loved it. I also watched Shin Godzilla right before this, which was the movie they made after Roland Emmerich's Godzilla, the the last Japanese uh, Godzilla that is. Um, Also a great movie, very different. This one is like, there isn't really a main character. It's sort of like a bureaucratic, minute-to-minute, governmental human response of what would happen today if something like this showed up, and how humans would deal with it and all the kind of failings of the bureaucracy and that kind of thing and how stupid some of the things are because basically like the first 17 20 minutes of shin Godzilla is like awesome because a thing just shows up in the harbor they don't even know at the time they think it's like a biological disaster it causes like a puncture in one of their underground tunnels so there's yeah. flooding it's like a humanitarian disaster They're, like is this weird venting from some underwater volcano where we're just trying to deal with it and it shows like yeah, back backroom meetings of people trying to deal with this, figure out, get people help, blah, 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 send resources here or there. And then, like, some things on the Internet start coming, and they realize there's, like, a creature, and then the creature starts moving up the river. And the whole time, they're just, like, trying to enact responses, and they're in a board, boardroom. And they're talking, and they're like, okay, well, we're going to have to have, a like, a, a, an emergency response meeting. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's have that meeting. And they all pick up their stuff and go to another room, like, five rooms down and set all their stuff down and start having a meeting with those same people and then they cut back to Godzilla like rampaging through another town and they're like okay this is a good emergency response meeting now we need to go back and actually enact some environmental let's go to this other meeting and they pick it up Godzilla crushes a bunch of stuff they go to another room so it's very kind of that kind of thing of it's not it's quite satirical I guess but it's a send up of how ridiculous some of those responses could be I guess
0: um, you very scientific a... movie list of like top three Godzilla movies you would recommend people to watch well
1: these Besides two minus
0: one I guess because you just said minus one yeah these so two I was, one and Godzilla are
1: great very good very different very you interesting Matthew
0: Broderick one come on
1: well the thing is yeah I, I haven't seen any of like the OG Japanese ones I've watched a couple I YouTube have. videos and it's like I don't I don't even know where I kind of know where to start, but I I don't really want to start. There's so many, Um but I, I think the original still holds up and is quite good. So I would almost maybe say that one because the only, all the other ones are the American ones. Yeah. The the recent Godzilla, plain Godzilla remake that uh, I think the that was like Gareth, Gareth, was in? That Gareth Edwards did. Uh, the one
0: with Brian Cranston was in or whatever.
1: Yeah, that one's alright. It's okay. They should have kept Cranston, and the actual main characters are pretty garbage. I was going
0: to say, doesn't he die like 15 minutes into the movie? Yeah,
1: it's not good. But the uh, they do a decent, it's kind of like an extreme version of Jaws, where it's like they really don't show Godzilla much, and they could do a good job of kind of making scale and that stuff. The problem is the main character is Alan Taylor-Johnson, and he's just such a boring nothing. Uh, and then I don't really remember the second too. I will say that Godzilla vs. Tong is like a pretty fun dumb movie. I enjoy <laughs> that. It's Monster it's, movie. It's right? it's dumb fun, but it's fun. Is it part of that? Uh, the Tom Kong is also like similarly like. I like that movie. Dog shit human characters. God, other than John C. Riley and Samuel Jackson, John like C. fun be. kind of characters. But like the main two in that movie are the the Marvel people. The Loki and Miss Marvel, yes, yeah. <laughs> and they they suck, they dog shit. So that's a little tough. But I like the whole kind of '70s Vietnam vibe and Samuel Jackson. There's some cool cinematography, um, and then there's gonna be another Godzilla Kong movie coming out soon. That is them again, like fighting some I don't know something uh, side by side. They're fighting though. It looks like it, and okay. but you know. It, I'm a sucker if you give a giant ape an axe, like I just uh, can't kind of help myself in that regard. I turned back into a kid with Legos, so I am kind of into that. But these these two Godzillas to me are like fantastic above the break, above all the rest. Uh, yeah, Shin Godzilla is like actually horrifying and terrifying as it goes along too, because that is like of all the Godzillas, I think that one would like just destroy all the rest. I feel like maybe combined, like that that Shin Godzilla is. A fucked up monster. Like he he does the thing too at one point. Like all of them have like the laser. I don't know what it's called—the radioactive breath or whatever—the heat ray, whatever they call it. And in the Shin Godzilla, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Which is, I guess, what they're going for. It's it's an allegory to atomic bombs. Like yeah. Yeah. this is what it is, uh, and it's the pain that they have. It's very fitting in all these movies that Godzilla is very often an American-made monstrosity that turns up on their Soil. Like, there it is. But mm-hmm. uh, in Shin Godzilla, this is the last thing I'll say, because it, it's so fucked, that he he gets to the point where he's going to use the breath, and he does the thing where, like, his mouth opens, and then the bottom of the mouth opens again, and then it turns into, like, this concentrated purple laser, and he's just cutting through entire buildings, but and then it, the ray almost, just Yeah, right. And it's, his mouth is open in, like, four different places, like, some crazy... Like a predator? Yes. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so that is just very really yeah. fucked up. But then it's like, does this weird thing where he he runs out of like the concentrated beam and it like, his eyes, it zooms in on the eyes and they like flicker over to like just this pure black tar kind of look. And then like the fire starts coming out instead and it's just like, yeah, he burns That's down.
0: The next it's the black oil. burns over down the most of the whole city.
1: It's, yeah. uh, and then, he, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. So that that one is, like, pure devastation and destruction. I also just love, like, in that whole Shin Godzilla movie, it's, like, evolving throughout the movie because it starts as, like, this water-based nothing and then it kind of turns into more, like, a, a water river lizard. And then it, they're like, oh, well, it can't get on land, so we're fine. And then the next scene, it gets on land. And, and then it kind of forms itself upright, and then it kind of grows R and, like, it becomes the Godzilla we're familiar with by the end, but it very much doesn't start that way. It's, like, it's, like, pushing itself with two hind legs on the streets of, of Japan somewhere, and, like, it has these gills that are just, like, espousing blood by the gallon. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> I love how disgusting it is. It's, it's so gross. You like,
0: um, you like some gory stuff in there.
1: Well, I like this weird scientific stuff that's put into like the biology of it it's not specifically gore because it's it's like more like kind of gross out which i don't actually like either but it's like the to me it's i find the biology that they put all their time into fascinating of like it starts as this and it's it's fucking blood's coming out it used to be underwater it doesn't know what to do with the gills now and then maybe it it becomes upright because now it's on land i find that fascinating but generally i'm not a big core person, I guess. I don't know. I am not. I don't love the Saw movies, if that's, like, the barometer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The first one's good, but after that.
0: Um, I looked up Shin Godzilla. That's to be the last thing I say before we sign off. Uh, what yeah. the hell is Crunchyroll? You said
1: know. that's, that's like, a, a place uh, you can watch surely,
0: a movie? What surely is that? You
1: should, surely you should know this by now. That's the number one anime app. That's how I watch 70% of my anime.
0: Okay, see? I didn't know that. Didn't you know familiar, that was the Are you familiar with
1: Funimation? That sounds familiar, but okay. That used to be like another huge one, but they got bought by Crunchyroll. Gotcha. So okay. that's like, yeah, that's where all a vast majority of anime is just on there. And they wow. had that's where I watched it. I was like, oh, they have they have this on here. This is cool.
0: Well, there you go. That's yeah. That's that's the first thing that pops up, yeah. and then the other one is like Amazon Prime or whatever. Yeah. All right. Great so, good stuff. Yeah. Any any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? Mm-hmm. Everybody needs I to at least go see one of those Godzilla movies. I'm going to try to watch one of those before the next time we record.
1: I would really it's... recommend Minus One in Black and White. Like, Well, I don't think sounds... that's readily available
0: to me right now. Yeah, so. There's some theaters out
1: there. I don't know. It's, it's... In
0: some. I believe it took you a while to find one. That's yeah, it's had a...
1: a big one. So they did a re-release. Well, now it's been a while. Maybe it's not Yeah, exactly. But exactly. Shin Godzilla is a little easier. It is like, it's slow. I, it's, I fell asleep during it, and then I watched yeah. it again. It's slower
0: paced.
1: It's it's pretty late. I fall asleep during a lot of movies as well, so that is kind of a thing. But it's it's slower paced, and there's not like a main character really. So you
0: you can't can't, uh, get drawn into
1: somebody. You you can be a little more detached from it. I just find it fascinating as like a procedural of what would happen in the real world, and then it does. There are some. There's. I think the first twenty minutes is like awesome because it's just. Bang, bang, bang! This thing's happening. What are we doing? We gotta do something here. So there's there's a lot of pace to it, but it's there's not like in Godzilla minus one. It's like you're following this main character, ex kamikaze pilot, the whole movie. So there's and like a lot more to, to latch onto there, and it gets a lot more emotional at the end. The, it's there's not as much emotional connection with Shin Godzilla, but it's like it's the bureaucratic version. So it's like they maybe shouldn't be it either. But yeah, those are both great. I'd recommend it. I'd recommend Crunchyroll. If we can get a Crunchyroll sponsor, that would be yeah, great. Yeah, uh,
0: the Nerd Corner, the Nerd Corner, brought to you by Crunchyroll, possibly yeah, not, not. Crunchyroll, that's Crunchyroll. a different Crunchyroll.
1: Crunchyroll. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Crunchyroll. Oh, we can do it. An only anime, um, and I'm going to get my anime still for next year. I just have to keep watching a couple more anime. <laughs> the Off the app? Off the app? Come on, it's built in.
0: Let's go, Crunchyroll.
1: I would love that. That would be great. We'll see. Right. We'll see.
0: But that uh that wraps up another episode of Sportslandia, Brian Slike and Ray Bradley, brought to you by the Next Professional Athlete Platform. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again coming soon.